0: Hi everyone, my name is Dam Larry and welcome to Tech Bites, produced by TechNext. Um, with me, of course, is Eberi. Hi Eberi. Hi
1: Dami, how have you been?
0: Ah, very good, very good. So this is the 51st episode of Tech Bytes and as usual today, we'll be taking you around the world of tech and touching on a social topic that has been in the trends for quite a while and we have a special guest in the house with us to discuss this. Uh, the topic would be, you know, balancing roles, uh, navigating being, navigating social media influencing, being a body, and an inspiring Texas. Uh, we have a very, very special guest uh, in the house that will be having this topic together, so if you want to listen to that, just hold on while we take you around the world of tech uh, in 15 minutes.
1: Okay, yeah. so the first story is Donald Trump returning back to social media. This has been for like He went out for, I think he was banned two years ago um, for inciting violence on on Twitter. And he has come back early this morning. His first tweet was about um, his arrest, which is a mugshot photo about his his arrest. And um, I think he's soliciting for support and just calling on his fans to know what is going on. So, former U.S. President Donald Trump has returned to social media after a lengthy high of more than two years. And the, pres- the former president broke his silence on X with a tweet. And this is his first tweet in January 8, 2021. Mm-hmm. And according to the tweet, uh, he made the tweet just few minutes or few, just recently after he was arrested in Fulton County Jailhouse. And in conjunction with 13 felony counts stemming from his alleged meddling with Georgia's 2020 election. And um, what do you think about it? This is since three years ago and these politicians are now looking to use social media, you know, to... For their political... I don't want to use political gains, but for politics. Social media is becoming like a political ground where... It's so
0: attention. Yes. Social media has always been like a ground because politics is popular attention, right? The more people that you can get on your side. And what's the best way to get people on your side in recent times beyond social Social media? media. It's social media. So, I mean, millions of users, hundreds of millions of users with maybe hundreds of millions of users in America. So, come on.
1: Mm, Uh, It just shows the power that social media has to, you know, influence Political decisions, political, trends, social, political everything. Takes on just yeah. certain things.
0: Social media has been a very, very powerful tool, uh, even down to Nigeria, right? Yes. We've seen it in NSA, we've seen it for the Nigerian election that just happened this year as well. So it's a very, very powerful one. And uh, it's no surprise that the most powerful men in the world are trying to use it. Social media, exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. And um, the other story is about Flutter with Benga Agola. Said Flutterwave IPO plans remain on track despite the unstable markets So, uh, Flutterwave co-founder and CEO has reiterated that the company's plan to go ahead with the planned IPO against all odds is still like in in vogue. he's still thinking about it. So, in an interview with Bloomberg, the founder reaffirms that even though the market is unstable right now which could like hamper the list and the company is dedicated to make sure that the, its interaction with international clients are enhanced. And this is so it is really, really going up in you know in just recent times. Just a few months ago they launched a pa- new payment product yeah, called tuition. Shop. yeah. To allow African users make you know payments to educational institutions. And since twenty twenty one the company has expanded to over thirty African countries. I mean, I understand the economy, the economy downturn, but Flutter was is really, really pulling weights in the mm-hmm. fintech space. Just I mean,
0: they're the most uh, valued tech yeah. startup, African tech startup. Yeah. Yeah, so, come on. Yeah, it's it's a good one for them that they are planning the IPO. And, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, many people have insinuated that the plans might be on the based on. The, the the recent scandals and you know all of that that's been true. I mean, in been, the last one it? year, there's been lots of drama around Flutterwave, both with GB himself, that's being the CEO mm. now, and the Flutterwave business itself. I mean, we see all all of its issues it had in Kenya, mm-hmm. and all of those things. So it is good that just to go ahead with it with the IPO, which is going to be a big one for for the African tech ecosystem. I mean, we're spotting our uh what's it called now Services. our startup our yeah. talent our production you know to the global world like hey we have this amazing thing in africa we want you to be a part of it it is it's really good for the african market and i mean if Flutterwave does this and it goes well right yeah, i mean better than let me not call names junior <laughs> right but <laughs> it's going to open more doors for more african startups in the future to take that route as well and you know it's a, it's a good one
2: yeah.
1: Think I think this is a very good step for lots of other FinTech companies that look up to Flutterwave. with. I mean, if Flutterwave can do it, I mean <laughs> in coming years lots of companies are going to look into it too. And the next news about Kenyan government, they've set up fifteen a fifteen me- member committee to investigate a word coin project. This Whatcoin project has been on the news for a very long time. It's like mm-hmm. when it came it came with lots of hits. I don't want to say it came like um <laughs> like <laughs> Uh, exactly (laughs) so it came like this metal thread when it came and it came with lots of energy and now it's going through this this phase so kenya has been a center of controversy regarding the recently launched what coin project and there's another update this week authorities of the country have formed a 15-member parliamentary committee to investigate the controversial assets so the in- interior cabinet secretary told the house committee that the country, the government, is concerned by what coins activity, re- registrating and just registering citizens and collecting data and all of that, and it poses like a serious security risk in the country. I mean, I don't really blame them. In recent times, we've been seeing lots of. Security threats in different countries. Talk about mm-hmm. the Sudan
0: um, anonymous Sudan
1: anonymous Sudan that came up, and then with Worldcoin, it just came with lots of things. A lot of people are jumping on the thread So
0: yeah, yeah so uh, pe- the Kenyan government is saying you're collecting people's people's iris data yes. alongside every other bio data, right? Mm. And you know what exactly are you using, are you using it, it, for? it for? Worldcoin is saying they're just using it to verify that the person is human and you know all of the data is not stored it is actually deleted and erased after a few minutes that it's uploaded mm. just to confirm that person is human but we know how these things go right mm. um, a need people need to understand richie. exactly so know. um that's that's basically what wordcoin needs to do then it just needs to prove beyond doubt to the regulators in the country that a hey, We are not actually doing yeah something something harmful with this, and the the fears are not unfounded too. Mm. Uh, The country, uh, the company behind Worldcoin is OpenAI, and OpenAI is also the creators of ChatGPT. And we know how impactful AI has been, as well as the threats and security risks that people have talked about. Mm. What that AI could cause.
1: Talking about Mm -hmm. so it is
0: not unfounded that people are actually scared. Maybe not the people now, the regulators, of course, because lots of people wanted to use it to get the coin and convert mm-hmm. it to cash and get their money. So,
1: anything to get money. But
0: yeah, I mean, as, as long as I can prove to the regulators that you know we are we are we're here in peace, I think it'll be fine.
1: I mean, I mean, it might take a while because countries outside Africa, European countries, are still looking to regulate, ChainGBT, and now this what coin, like a new one. Where, where do we mm, it face?
0: we be fine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: let's hope so I'm still talking about you know having lots of fans or lots of user base in a few time. Instagram threads is launching has launched its web browser feature so you can now access threads on- online on your laptop on you know your personal computer and this is still while um, retaining your active login sessions so you cannot use it to chat you cannot use it to reply like or send comments but you can just use it to view your page i mean is it is it it something solid like just to view your page that's all i guess it's just like
0: a first maybe like a first test of the web version Mm. right so I don't know. The, the,
1: the goal is to get more people to on use board. It. Yes. Yeah, to so why are you restricting
0: exercises. what they can do with it?
1: I, I just feel like Instagram is taking a lot, taking a long time researching features that these threads should have already. So if you can make it web, why don't you just make it more accessible? We can like, we can comment. Because when I try to click on to, you know, liking a post on threads, it will tell you to download the app.
0: Uh, I haven't, I haven't even used the web or the app in <laughs> weeks now. Yeah, I, <laughs> so, I think after the initial euphoria of all yeah, threads yeah. and everybody jumped on it, and you know, we all got like hundreds of followers, thousands mm-hmm. of followers, millions yeah. of followers. Nobody moved on. I'm not sure people still go back to threads. Yeah, there
1: was a report that said like over 80 percent of the user base are like are inactive.
0: Yeah, I mean, coupled with the fact that I mean, for someone like me that you use lots of. um, Social management tools, like social Mm -hmm. media management tools, right? Threads is still not there yet. So I can't send a tweet. Yeah, I can't send a tweet to Threads and Twitter at the same time. So I have to, I can send to my Instagram, send a post to Facebook, LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. and Twitter at once then I have to go and open my threads up to actually send <laughs> to it. So it's like two-way, stressful. I just left it alone.
1: Yeah, and lots, I don't think so many companies are still really putting eye or just looking at, you know, engaging with their fans. It was yeah. that initial hype that it had. I see the trail, like living on.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I know when threads came out and lots just of people everywhere. were having conversation and everything. I just said it, uh, it won't be a Twitter killer. At best, it would just be one of those apps that are up there you know, when you talk about social media, I you think you,
1: do you think up there, just one of those apps, yeah.
0: Apparently. I mean, when you talk about social media, you're thinking LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, mm. right? Maybe snapchats yeah, kind of sometimes. But I was of the opinion that tried to just become one of those apps, right? That when you think of social media, you think of it, wouldn't necessarily kick Twitter or X now. Mm. of the pedestal that it currently is because x has mined that community for a long time and it is difficult for you to shift that community on x and bring them to threads, threads right because based on the fact x. that the first step to getting on uh, threads was your instagram and for many people their instagram personality is different from their twitter personality in fact for most of the big guys influencers Instagram personality is different. On Twitter, they are tweeting...
1: Valance.
0: Violence. Violence, <laughs> right. They are tweeting...
1: I They are cussing.
0: They are like, cussing up raw, Like They are <laughs> cussing problem. But a on Instagram, thing. it's all good life, you know. Yeah. Fine pictures, dining, all of that, all of that, all of that. Even you know, for the skit makers too, the same thing. So, yeah, it was going to be difficult to shift all of the community.
1: Which, which personality do I want to bring on to church? And
0: Elon Musk is, I mean... It's smart, would I say that? Because every single time he releases something and there is a massive shout on Twitter, mm. silently the thing just goes off back. The mm. limits, nobody has complained about it, so everybody's fine and bad. Plus, mm. this whole ad share thing again, come on. Every influencer has literally been ailing Elon Musk for being ingenious with
1: the monthly income. You know. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's good. And speaking of social media, Kenya cuts has asked Meta and the content moderators to settle out of court. Now, a court in Kenya has instructed Meta, the parent company of Facebook, and content moderators who are suing the company to resolve their disputes. The content moderators have dragged Meta to court for unfair dismissal. According to court reports, Meta and the content moderators have been asked to resolve their disputes out of court within the next 21 days. The w the lawsuit involves 184 content moderators who are who are taking legal actions against the company and two of its subcontractor i mean this case has been on since like last year mm-hmm. yeah. and like every month they go to the law they go to the courts to get you know, justice and it has been going back and forth i think it's just high time they you know yeah. settle out of court meta has denied that they didn't do anything that it was a sub contractor the subcontractor said it was meta who employed them to get <laughs> this so there's been a back and forth
0: and yeah, it's an argument it's between both parties i just i just hope the uh, moderators are able to get uh, by equal value for whatever stress <laughs> they've been through
1: one of the moderators have even opted out from doing content moderating has gone into AI. i think summer Sama, I think they gave up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <So laughs> they, they up were also anything.
0: subcontractors for OpenAI. Yeah. And they were so and they also moved. subcontractors for Meta. Mm-hmm. But Meta, mm-hmm. after the old content moderation mm-hmm. problem with Sama, Meta, I think, canceled her contract. Yes. And then Summer moved on to so another like, one, Marjorie. But it was in such a way that guys that were let off by Sama could not apply to, to work, work with Majorelle. So it has been So like a great it was difficult. like, uh-uh. you're stopping us from working anti-trade. Yeah practices and all of those things so they, they took Meta to court and Meta at first was like it is not a it's not that case would not be solved in Kenya that it's not a it's not in the, the Kenyan jurisdiction and all of that. but Kenya called true that yeah it is in our jurisdiction in Kenya
1: has really been banging like international companies working or just trying to assess um, their workers or just operating in Kenya they've had they've been having a strict rule against it just recently we talked, what we talked about the word coin project and mm-hmm. now talking about meta I mean,
0: yeah <laughs> i mean they're just they're just doing they're trying mm-hmm. to get their people what, mm-hmm. they, sh- what they should where they should get opf- they're hopefully
1: looking, they're looking to help their people <laughs> handing <laughs> for their people it's a very good one yeah. it's a very very good one
0: all right that brings us to the end of our uh, news around the world of tech uh if you like that, you could check out technext24.com for more details on all of these news we just shared. And, of course, you could listen to the past episodes mm-hmm. and, and all of that. Uh, moving on, we're going straight into the conversation now. Uh, like I mentioned before, the conversation for today, it's titled Balancing Roles, Navigating Social Media Influencing, Being a Body, and An Inspiring Texas. Uh, this has been uh yeah like a very major a conversation on social media yeah. if they see in you recent tweeting times
1: and you are a tech CEO, and you mm-hmm. see you tweeting constantly they're like are you sure you are coding mm-hmm. oh <laughs> yeah
0: so it's it's been a, it's been a, a very core mm-hmm. conversation in yeah. recent times and lots of people have been per- personally attacked in yeah. regards to this conversation. And uh, we're going to be discussing all of this today. And we have a very major Texas, exactly. you know, one of the biggest tech content creators and tech developers in Nigeria with us today. We have Adara Wodo. Adara Wodo is a software engineer, a multi-published author, digital creator and founder of Nexus Scale. Nexus Scale is a platform that provides interested individuals with projects and programs to help them grow killed our careers Adara.
2: hi good hi. morning good everyone morning. or good afternoon or good evening depending on
0: <laughs> when you're
2: listening to this or where you are in the world because that's one thing that we've learned now that's you know different people can be in different places so yeah. hello yes. everyone i'm excited <laughs> to be here today
0: All right, thank you for joining today hope you've been good
2: yeah yeah i have been um it's been a crazy week but all in all, I've been good. I've been good. Yeah, Great.
1: I mean, it's the weekend already. After this, you can just take yourself out and have a chill.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. so, we'll, so we'll just go straight into the conversation. All right. Um, so could you share with us some of your pivotal moments, or experiences in your tech journey and how they have contributed to your current achievements, you know?
2: Pivotal moment in my tech career, huh? I think the biggest one for me was to, I, and if I say this thing, people will be like, for goodness sake, it is your privilege talking. I'm like, sorry, don't be angry. I'm not, <laughs> my, it's not my fault that I have privilege. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think the pivotal moment for me was staying in Nigeria, staying back in Nigeria when I did, because I wanted to graduate and i had this conversation with one of my friends recently and we sort of did the math and i was like oh wow actually i became more grateful that i stayed back when i did um so i graduated from Unilag in in 2017 and i mean before then i had worked in tech for two years because i started working early 2016 and i just kept the job throughout my fourth year Like second half of my fourth year throughout my final year so i was a working student essentially i was a software developer with a job and i remember that when i graduated obviously my nyse i was still working as a software developer i was able to you know get a job to you know to ask for me like for the whole ppa thing so i didn't Mm -hmm. get posted to any of all these weird places where i had to start buying coffee for them and arranging papers (laughs) i was doing like actual work and my plan was to finish nyc and go to america to get a master's in ai and business like okay so i remember that i spoke to a family friend of mine who was in mit at the time or had just finished from mit one of them and i was like oh so i want to come into mit like what do i need to do and he Mm -hmm. talked about gres and gmat and how i need to get ready for that and stuff like that so i was sort of getting ready for my GREs. i mean like i had like backup plans which was um work in some tech companies in nigeria and i had two offers from two big i won't call them big tech companies but like two nigerian startups that had they already had names for themselves at the time i don't want to mention names and um i had offers from them two offers. um and i was like okay let me go i'd rather go abroad to be honest because what is currently being built isn't something that i want to be building because i am like i think everyone knows at this point how how strong an affinity i have for emerging technologies and cloud and metaverse and all these things so i wanted to build things around you know emerging technologies and that wasn't necessarily something happening here at the time and i didn't think that i knew enough to build a startup of my own so let me contribute to a company already doing the thing so my plan was go to mic Finish, graduate. I mean, before I get into MIT, I could be working at one of all these companies that already offered me jobs anyway. So the plan was go to MIT, finish, join maybe a Google or a Microsoft or an NVIDIA, any company that would have me that is building these kinds of things I found interesting. Join them in America and sort of continue my life from there. Right. Um, that was my plan. And uh as luck or as God would have it, um as God would have it. Around the time when I was making those plans, I like you know started public speaking and I was doing like, a bunch of things as well and I was getting noticed and I didn't realize all of these things that were happening at the same time because I just really wanted to. I started public speaking for two reasons. Number one, I just wanted to teach because if you know me even since primary school, I've always been that person that people gather around me when it's close to mm-hmm. exam because I'm teaching them math. So I just wanted to teach right and this time maybe not teach math anymore because i was not fully in tech but teach tech instead because i mean i was a software developer right yes Uh teach things around tech i wanted to teach and also because i had like a speaking problem um i used to get cold feet sometimes i was really shy so i'd lost some opportunities because i wasn't able to speak in public so Starting public speaking was actually me forcing myself to do what I thought was impossible at that time. So, those two reasons were why I started. But something else was happening, which was, like, people were noticing me and things like that. And I really did not realize what was happening until, like, later. So, because of all the people noticing me, the fact that I had a YouTube channel and I was already speaking, and sometimes I was writing as well, um, which was helping me teach and learn more about the things that I was teaching about, I got recognized by like a Microsoft recruiter because they were coming to Lagos and they were going to hire in Lagos. They're trying to hire engineers in Lagos to build out something. And when they reached out and I saw the project that they would be working on, I'm like, I I don't understand. This thing makes the perfect, like this thing makes perfect sense for me right now, because this is the kind of work that I want to be doing. So there's no need going to get a master's spending, 18 months to 24 months and then coming back here when i can legit just start doing this thing right now right so um i think making that decision and i remember when i made that decision my father thought i was crazy but there are a bunch of decisions i've made that he thought i was crazy for especially the first time i wanted to study computer science he wanted me to study law that was another my daughter are you sure you are doing the right thing moment so me and my dad we've had those we've had a bunch of all those moments to be fair um so yeah i made this decision to stay right and he was like you don't want to do your master i said no not yet i will do it eventually but not now and the funny thing is if i had done it i'd have spent two years in school what this means is that um i just i recently celebrated four years at microsoft um what this means is that i would have had around two years spent at the company or five years as a software engineer because i mean i had three years prior took a two year break to go do masters and now two more years so five years as an engineer right but right now i have seven years as an engineer and guess what i've gone back to school um i went to school recently last year for 15 months right but because it was online I was able to and i went to like one of the biggest business schools in the world as well so thankful for that because it was online i was able to now still stay at my job and go to school at at the same time and get the best of both worlds the the things i want out of school the knowledge and the network i've gotten it just by doing that program typically what i have is a business diploma not an mba right but to be honest it's like me in the same um space with like an mba grad and we can have conversations because we've sort of like learned similar things if not the same thing right so i mean at the end of the day the business degree i wanted i sort of got it the masters in ai that i wanted i'm sort of getting the masters on the job at the moment so it's like i'm thankful that i made that decision to stay when I stayed because if I had gone and I had to go to school I wouldn't be in the level of my career that I am in right now because I would have been studying I like school and I'll probably go back again at some point maybe in like five (laughs) years because I I I don't know I like books too much it's it's very (laughs) crazy. but I am glad I am glad that I made the decision that I made at least for now for sure
0: oh great great so Uh, You mentioned uh, that, I mean, you were able to get the attention of recruiters based on your online presence, your uh, public speaking and all of those things. Right. And so that cues me into the next, like my my next question. So your online presence on social media, of course, and every other place has exposed you to a variety of interactions. Uh, But I'm sure it would not always have been positive uh, could you elaborate on some instances where you've had to address misconceptions? Because there are people that are like, uh, if someone is, I mean, active on social media, tweeting, you know, doing all of these things, then they probably, they probably don't really have something doing, or they are not, they are not good at what they are doing. Because I mean, if you are busy, you don't have yeah, time for social either, media right? and all of those things. Have you had to address these misconceptions? And you know, how do you, how do you deal with it?
2: I think I address it every day and I leave my life. I don't want to say I leave my life so I address it, but I intentionally post the things that I post just so that I can show people that, yo, like this thing is possible. But to be honest, right, sometimes there's some truth in the fact that, you know, you can't be active on social media and be doing work. But the truth is there's some truth in that, but you can also train yourself to not make that your problem and people forget that we have 24 hours in a day so the fact that you see 10 tweets from somebody at once you've seen 10 tweets how long does it take to tweet two milliseconds so what if i come and i post 10 tweets and while i've posted the tweets you people are fighting over the tweets and i'm away and i have no idea do you get what (laughs) i mean so like i promise you that nobody sits down on social media for that long and even if they do that's why I also like to show results in things that I do. Like I am that kind of person that my social media, except once in a while when I'm posting tips and things, I think I hardly even do that nowadays to be fair. My social media is just where I come to share things I've been working on. So I work offline and I share online, if that makes sense. And I do mm-hmm. that a lot. Like I'll be posting on social media with you. you think me and you were wasting our lives together. And then in three days, you just see Boob excited to announce that I have become a this, this, this. Excuse me. As I was doing all those things, I was also working on my brand in the process. I was also working on my career in the process. And I think one of the things for me is I'm a last born, right? And my elder siblings are, like, way older. So... I spent a lot of my childhood on whatever version of social media existed at the time. And I've become very used to being on social media. And to be honest, it has no impact on my results, my productivity, things that I do. Because like I said, it's something... I feel like I have 18 years work experience at social media at this point. And I'm not (laughs) even... it's, it's, It's second nature to me. Like I can be on the internet for a very long time. And I promise you that... While I'm on the internet, if I have many projects to do, I've done it and I didn't even realize. Like social media for me is not a distraction. So when people say, "Oh, I'm using screen time to manage how long I am on Twitter," I'm like, "Eh, I can't relate because like (laughs) it doesn't it doesn't happen to me. I'm able to compartmentalize and I don't make social media become so chaotic for me that it becomes a distraction. However, I know that for some people it is. The only thing I want to say is that I believe that I am living proof that you can be a serious social media user and be a great engineer as well. And there's proof everywhere. Like I don't think like you would ask anyone that I have worked with in terms of oh how great of an engineer is Adora, and they'll give you any weird remark. Everybody that I have worked with and i'm not even capping at this point everybody that i've worked with all have good things to say about me obviously there would always be people in life that have bad things to say about you but it's mostly people that don't know you intimately It's people that maybe know you from afar see the things that you say on social media and it's like i I don't i don't like this babe and i'm like okay i don't like you too i don't even know you to be fair Mm -hmm. so your problem is your problem however the people that have worked with me personally I don't think any i can't think of anybody that would that would have like bad things to say about my work ethic or the fact that i am not a good engineer right um it's clear i've been a i've been a software engineer for seven years and i have been promoted five times in my first job i was promoted twice obviously the second promotion i stayed in the role like three months before i left um but in microsoft i've been promoted three times in four years and they would not be promoting me if i wasn't adding some kind of value i wouldn't have been growing in my career if i was if that wasn't the case i have given like a lot of technical talks i have helped people debug peer program you know create architecture documents you know things like that something things that like engineers would typically do so like you would look at me and say, okay, yes, this babe knows her stuff and she is an engineer. And I think, like, a lot of people do that thing a lot. And for me, it's like, the truth is, you can have multiple things you like to do and you can do them and that does not affect, you know, what you are or whatever. Like, I have a friend, for example, as well. She's a software engineer. She works at Microsoft, but she's actually in boston in america right she's a software engineer she's also a founder a tech founder and an ngo founder right and she's a master and she also likes enjoyment like travel (laughs) enjoy her life you know things like that she likes food so she goes to different restaurants to review food it's like when somebody hears software engineer at a big company tech founder, NGO founder, math tutor, someone that studied aerospace engineering. I promise you she's not a small babe. So like people like us exist is the point. And I think many people need to learn generally to stop putting women in a box. I've said this thing before. Even beyond social media, even beyond tweeting, my hands are in plenty things. Even when I was in uni, I had a business. Like, I was an entrepreneur. I had like a fashion in made in Nigeria, fashion brand for shoes. I had employees. I was paying salaries as a student. It's also a student. I had two jobs, two programming jobs, right? Um, and I'm that kind of person that would like, when you say let's go out, I never have no to tell you. My, my question is what time when I want to go and buy a dress, <laughs> let's go. Right. <laughs> And I still graduated and I finished with a first class at the end of the day as well. So, it's like people should learn to stop putting people in a box. I feel like it's okay if you're not able to do the thing. When you find someone that can do the thing, what you should do is draw inspiration from that person. Or if you feel like this is not your thing at all, it's okay. Career excellence and academic excellence is not the only excellence. You can excel as a creative. You know you can excel in other things you want to excel in your life it doesn't always have to be career and academic but i think that everybody projects and there's just a lot of you know maliciousness in you can't do this thing because i can't do it i'm going to explicitly state that nobody can do it To and that's the stance that i'm willing to take but i think there's enough proof even beyond me that these things are possible if we're being very honest with ourselves
0: Mm. wow this is this is like a you go explain but there's evidence (laughs) yeah
2: like there's evidence everywhere like so i don't even i mean i still explain because i get into the habit of, of just constantly talking because i like to teach so because i like to teach i like to talk and that's one thing i should even try to stop on social media because a lot of times there's evidence the person can see but they still just want to argue so so like maybe i should even stop engaging sometimes but like like you said evidence like there's evidence everywhere like you can't even dispute that Mm,
1: that's very interesting and um just for tech enthusiasts outside there that are trying to establish their own credibility on the industry and on social media what advice would, would you give them
2: I would say you should be very intentional about networking. You should be very intentional about networking and servicing relationships. You should, yes, also be technically sound. I don't even think I should be talking to you about your career or you wanting a career if you are not willing to put in the work to learn what is required of the career. So that one is even a prerequisite conversation. Once you've become technically sound, right, I think the next thing is that you should invest in networking, invest in relationships, service those relationships. And I, I tweeted this thing like a couple of days ago. People move around and people know people. Your connection to someone might be the reason why you get called for an interviewer tomorrow, right? Your connection to someone might be the reason why when a new founder is looking to hire a head of product... They reach out to you based on, you know, maybe a recommendation from another founder that is their friend that has worked with you in the past, right? So as someone trying to get into tech, if you are, so I'm going to give the advice in two ways. If you are transitioning and if you are coming in for the first time, if you are coming in for the first time, volunteer, that's how you build those networks. Look for volunteer opportunities. Look for internship opportunities. Do those things. Build in public. Share things that you build. I did not say build a personal brand. Those things are two different things, at least on social media nowadays. Build in public. Build build (laughs) your expertise. Build your technicalities in public. Let people see you. And as you're building in public, you're building a brand as well, to be honest, because people will associate you with what you've been building. For example, when somebody hears Adora, what they think about is cloud emerging technologies devops right nobody would ever associate adora to product design right mm. so build in public right when you're building in public you are building a personal brand but don't approach it from the angle of building a brand approach it from the angle of building expertise build in public people will notice you and if people have not noticed you then go and look for those people by volunteering when people can see that okay this person knows their stuff and i can vouch for their work ethic as well volunteer opportunities i promise you that the next time something is happening because most times it's it's between conversations people have conversations about roles before they hit job boards a lot of times so imagine people talking about a particular role and your name already comes to mind that's beneficial to you So definitely build in public, volunteer, look for opportunities to apply things that you've learned, you know, and things like that. That would definitely help you. Now, for people transitioning, um, I would say, like, a different approach because if you're transitioning, it means you've worked in a different industry before. I promise you that the role that you are working in that industry also exists in the tech industry. So what I would always advise is, first of all, don't spoil relationships because people move around. Yes, you are working with someone in KPMG tomorrow, but if you close your eyes and open it to five years down the line, one of your KPMG colleagues might be in NVIDIA, and you might need their reference, because they've worked with you in the past. So, if you were a terrible person while you worked with them, or you didn't just do your job well, you might not want to meet that person to ask for a reference, and even if you meet them, they might not want to give you. And that's not good for you. Another thing I would say is if you are working somewhere for example let's say you were working as someone in marketing but you were working in marketing in a market in a typical agency right yeah you can also decide to do tech marketing like so let's say your goal is to switch to product management i think it's going to be harder from someone for someone to switch from marketing to product management directly however you can join a tech company preferably a startup because it's easier to move around in startups right because there are plenty of opportunities for growth there, there are plenty of problems in startups mm-hmm. and i see problems as opportunities right so you join a startup for tech marketing maybe you move from let's say you were doing marketing in a big company right but a, a big consulting or a big agency and you move from there to a smaller startup right and you work there for a bit once you work in marketing in that startup for a bit you can decide that okay you still want to switch to becoming a product manager and you switch within that same company now you spend some time being a product manager in that company as well you can now take that product management experience to now get a job in a bigger company if you decide to switch companies at the end of the day i know people that have done this thing um As a girl that used to work at Paystack, I think she joined as a customer success person, right? And then she transitioned into data analysis within Paystack. And then she recently left Paystack. She's in Amsterdam now and she's a data analyst as well. So this is something that, and there's also someone that has done the same thing for cybersecurity, right? So this is something that people do. And this is how people approach transitioning, right? And that's what makes it easier. So I think that would be the advice I would give people trying Mm. to get into tech whether you are a complete newbie or you are transitioning from something else and i hope that's Mm. useful
0: yeah yeah I, I, i i know so too all right so uh i'm sure between balancing your you said not personal brand now you know building in public and your tech career between balancing both i'm sure it's not been all positives has there been moments where you've face specific hurdles of specific challenges because of your maintaining of the two brands or the two two lives
2: um have i faced hurdles? yes I, huh i want to say no right Like, things have happened. I've made mistakes along the way. I'm a human being, right? I've made some bad decisions. I've done some things I shouldn't do, but I've gone ahead to correct. And, you know, the game is the game I've moved on. But I wouldn't say that, oh, I've had challenges. I don't don't know how to put it, but, like, I wouldn't call them challenges, to be fair. Hmm. And... um,
0: Has there been anyone that taught you a particular valuable lesson, like okay, this is definitely one thing I will, I will I will keep in my memory.
2: No, I mean, I, I'm just going to say something about an interview that I was in, right? So there was a time that I was in, like an interview and the person was like, so you have this brand and we as a company also have a certain brand. I'm not sure if working with you, you are going to prioritize us, over yourself because you would still want to maintain your brand so i kind of feel like sometimes depending on some opportunities because of the fact that my brand is important to me and i have lost some opportunities right um i don't know what those opportunities are i guess we'll never know because they never came to me because i mean this is something that someone said to me in an interview right so for them to obviously say it they're not the only ones thinking it (laughs) right (laughs) however i'm sure that there are many other people that would want to hire me just because of that brand and make me some kind of statement hire you know if that makes sense for their organization and based on the fact that i don't just have the brand but i have skills to back it up as well so that's why i wouldn't say oh it's a um challenge or anything it's just more the game is the game like you you win some you lose some i guess
0: that's that's interesting. Uh, like, actually, because yeah, that that's really interesting. Okay, so uh, moving on, it is quite evident that your journey, your personal brand, and you know your career has really impacted a lot of people. You know your your books as well, exactly. like an scale and everything. It has really impacted a, a number of people, like a lot of people. Has there been any particular time that people have reached out to you? Or a you know, or a particular story that someone has reached out to you to say okay i am where i am today because of you and you know i have also been able to take your path uh build my online social presence you know mm-hmm. be that happening person and you know still have a very very successful tech career all
1: because
2: of you i wouldn't say all because of me but i have <laughs> i have examples one of the examples even works in the even works in microsoft as well and wow um you you probably know her to be fair uh because she has gone ahead to write her, um i have had those moments i wouldn't say it is all because of me that you know their careers are where they are um but yeah there's there's one of them and she currently is at microsoft and she's even gone ahead to write her first book i don't know if she has plans to and she's become a youtuber as well which is like things that i i used to be a youtuber even if i'm not
0: that (laughs) active
2: anymore because i'm now like prioritizing other things and i am a two-time author as well right so and oh yeah so i I wouldn't call myself a youtuber anymore because like i'm prioritizing other things right but like she tells me that you know i draw that she draws inspiration from me essentially from like you know my youtube my book and i remember when she even wrote her first book i helped to read the book and also like wrote a forward for the book i wouldn't say her career is all because of me i i wouldn't give myself that much power i don't think anyone deserves that much power um, because she has done a bunch of amazing things for herself as well and i'm sure that there are other people beyond me that inspire her um but there's her and there's also someone else that um a bunch of people to be fair but i'm just giving these notable ones where i've seen action Right, because a bunch of people reach out to me and tell me, Oh, hey, I read your book and because of that I've passed this exam. Or I even got a message from someone yesterday for I spoke at an event in Tanzania and I got a message from someone yesterday that hey, you inspire the women and the students, blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, so so yeah, like so they're like different people. Uh, but there's one person I remember. Or oh, my birthday, well, I'm not sure at this point. I wanted to give somebody a laptop, so I reached out to Kiko Africa that I wanted to give one of their women in their community a laptop, someone that didn't have a laptop, and then they they like sent me the information of this girl, and then I gave her a laptop. I eventually met like i eventually spoke to her on the phone and she told me that i bought her her first laptop that she's never had a laptop in her life oh, and wow. for someone like me that sounds very alien because me i've had laptops since i was like 11 years old right so i i just didn't understand <laughs> that wow like this is a thing and there are lots of people like this so i decided that you know what i'm going to buy laptops for more people and i became and i made it a personal project to give out laptops every once in a while and that girl I met her last year in a tech event that I went for as well. And she came up to me and she told me that that laptop changed her life, that now she's able to pursue her data science career. And now she's also teaching people in her school data analysis Mm -hmm. because now she can learn data science enough to teach it. And I found Mm -hmm. that thing very amazing. I actually cried when she told me. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, there are other people as well. There are many others, right? It's not just these two women that I've talked about. and that's actually the main reason why I do what I do. Everything is to help people, is to inspire people, to be a part of their stories, and to leave a mark in the world essentially, because I, I believe in giving everything I have, giving everything I am and dying empty. I believe so much in that rule. Like I came to this world and I would give myself and when it's time to go, I would have given everything that I was supposed to give and I will die empty. And if I get asked at the gate of heaven what I did to make the world a better place, I would have a lot to say, inshallah. So that's how I think about all these things.
0: Yeah, that, that's, great. that's great. So just to inspire more women who are trying to get into tech, who are trying to be like you, you know, uh, do the things you've done. Was some tips, maybe like one or two you'd give them, particularly to balance their social media presence, their online presence, their you know, still being able to live life, right? And not just be the Texas or the tech bro in a dark room with OD and laptop. <laughs> and everything people that are trying to have the amazing life you've you currently have you know being able to balance everything what are some tips personal tips that you've tried that works for you that you could share with them
2: i wouldn't say my life is amazing but i think it's pretty close <laughs> but um, <laughs> um one thing i one thing i'll say for sure is you should be intentional about your time and the kinds of things that you are in like the kinds of things you are showing interest in. if something is not worth your time don't give it your time um that's the first thing you should also be intentional about your sleep you should rest a lot it helps you sleep is like sleep sleeping and drinking water are two important things everyone should do that i'm so sad that a lot of people don't realize they should do like it makes you so healthy it's like automatic reset button every day if you drink a lot of water it cleanses you and like if you drink a lot of water for example and you sleep well there are lot of problems with like you know your brain even some illnesses that would not be your problem right um i found out that sleeping is the hack for doing work better and doing work faster if i sleep and i wake up and i'm like you know well rested i'm able to do a lot of things faster and i'm able to accomplish more during the day so be intentional about you know things you put you you pour your heart into like i said while mm. you're investing your time Be intentional about um, your sleep, your rest, your health, drinking water, all of that stuff. Be intentional about play as well, right? Mm. Make sure that you are spending time off of the work that you are supposed to be doing. Doing something you enjoy, right? Be Also be intentional about your learning, your growth. And as you learn and you grow, like I said, build in public, learn in public. Share about the things you've learned about. It helps you build it helps people to understand what kind of value you can add because now they know the things that you are learning and it also helps you like inspire other people that's it as well right so be intentional about that be compassionate to yourself because sometimes you'll get things wrong you would make mistakes i promise you in this life nobody is invincible you will make a lot of mistakes even if you want to put a hard front on the internet for strangers that don't know you before you go to sleep and you are reflecting on your actions some things would cause you to think right but the most important thing for me is that you should have a growth mindset and be intentional about you know that part of yourself so that you can grow and learn and be better and things like that right um Mm. and also be intentional about people that you have in your corner right you don't want to have the wrong people in your corner to give you the wrong advice you don't want to have echo chambers. You want to have people that can call you out when you are doing nonsense. You want to have people that can in- advise you so that you are you are sure that you are making, you know, the best decision for yourself. You also want to, have, in terms of networking, you want to have, have people that, you know, you can give and can give you, right? It's not, we don't do parasitic relationships over here. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think I'll just stop there
0: all right great thank you very much uh so one last thing yeah, yeah. uh for future right this, this is I'm just sure.
1: like a very just a random question would you consider in the future quitting your tech job and just focusing on social media influencing uh
2: no i don't even i don't even yes, like so to call social media very no big no. Like I don't even like to be called a social media influencer. Like this influencer career is by mistake. And I think <laughs> if you even notice if you notice the kinds of things I am an in quotes influencer for, you notice that these are also things that are somehow tied to tech or tied tied to impact. Like oh I would post about courses because I feel like okay people that are actually take that courses can learn. Do you understand mm-hmm. i would never do an ad for like i don't know if you get what i mean but there's just some things mm-hmm. that i wouldn't do yeah. i don't yeah and someone has spoken to me about this thing before right and she's like oh I, th- I think you should take your influencer your influencing more seriously you should even up your rates um for a brand as big as yours i think you should be charging more i've seen your rates they are not bad but they can be bigger you deserve to earn more and i'm like this influencer stuff, i don't even want to be so i'm just even collecting this money so that it's not like as if i'm posting free tweets for people but if you ask <laughs> yourself i'd rather not even post it at all so i don't I, I i don't want to be an influencer if i'm being very honest so in a heartbeat, i would like let my influencer career die if i had to choose between you know quitting my tech job for my influencer career or, tweeting my influ- or quitting my influencer career for my tech job one thing I know that I can quit my tech job for is to either build a company of my own or to build my current nonprofit. If I can find a way to make it sustainable, that you know, I'm able to earn a salary from that nonprofit, and I'm fine. <laughs> right? That's yeah. something I believe I can quit my tech job for, mm-hmm. um, but not being an influencer. I don't. Nah, doesn't doesn't sound like <laughs> me
0: yeah i think that just leads to like the last question where you know what's next for adora what should we be expecting from adora uh yeah what's in the horizon i mean
2: i guess you just have to wait you just have to wait and see i have a bunch of projects that i am currently working on that i would Mm -hmm. announce soon um, I have a big announcement as well that is coming up that would shake people because they're like, why would you make this kind of decision? Why? But, I mean, <laughs> I guess when I when I announce the decision, everybody will see and they'll be all right. So, so I have a bunch of things coming up. I guess everyone's just going to have to wait and see. But with me, I'm never stopping until I stop breathing. Um, so just continue expecting a lot more from me. And I hope that the things that I put out can either help people learn, help people get jobs, help people grow their careers, or just randomly inspire them to go and put out something as well.
0: Mm, mm, great, great. It's been an amazing time having this conversation with you. Uh, <laughs> yes, thank you thank very you. much thank for joining so much. the podcast today. Uh, as our culture is here, uh, there are people who were listening to this podcast and who would like to follow you who would like to connect with you on your social media platform so could you just share your most prominent places mm-hmm. that you are so that people could connect with you and uh, and reach out
2: okay uh so i am on twitter instagram and linkedin you can find me on linkedin as a Modo, a-d-o-r-a-n-w-o-d-o you can find me on Twitter at Adoramwodo as well. A-D-O-R-A-N-W-O-D-O. And you can find me on Instagram at Adorahack. So it's A-D-O-R-A-H-A-C-K. Yeah, so LinkedIn Adoramwodo, Instagram Adorahack, Twitter Adoramwodo.
0: All right, great. Thank you, Thank very, you very much, much for Adora. joining today. Uh, have an amazing week. Thank you.
2: Thank
0: you. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. All right, guys, that brings us to the end of Tech Byte, episode 51st. Uh, if you're just joining <laughs> in, there are several episodes, 50 yeah. episodes for you to go and listen to. Uh, we just had an amazing conversation with Adora and Woodo. You can listen to amazing conversations with some other tech industry leaders over the last mm-hmm. several episodes. And you can listen to Tech Byte on Facebook. On LinkedIn, on, on Instagram, on <laughs> everywhere. On Spotify, that you just, you can on find Amazon. TechBytes uh, sure Tech is everywhere. On Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, RSX Index. Or everywhere. You just
1: go to our website and scroll down to, you know, you see the TechBytes mm-hmm, section. Mm-hmm. And you can
0: follow Tech Next at technext Ng, ng on all platforms. You should also register for the TechNest Conference 2023. That is happening in October. Yeah, we it will be talking software. about Web3, DeFi, AI, blockchain, gaming, every margin tech technology that yeah. you should know about. Take care. Enjoy.